Hey guys, it's Ted here. Welcome to Tesla Side Chats. And it has been a while since I've made an episode. And what a time it is to be an investor in Tesla, to be a Tesla fan. There is a lot going on. As you know, the last Q3, they had really, really, really um, strong earnings uh, call as well as earnings letter and there's there are a lot of things going on at tesla right now and what a time it is to be alive so first things first as i've been saying um like in my previous podcast gigafactory 3 shanghai oh my god it's real they just got certification to make cars and this is going to be huge not only because of uh, the r- rapidity and speed that they created the factory, um, but because the market for electric vehicles and the market in China is huge in general, um, so it's going to be great for the business, great for the people, and more importantly, great for the environment. And there, there are certain things that are a little bit different about the Chinese made model. Th- Chinese made Model Three. Uh, first off, as we know. Uh, Tesla doesn't do any kind of traditional advertising. So how are we going to get more people in the know in China? Uh, aside from like things like WeChat, Tmall, um, other social media mediums. One thing they did very differently with the Model 3 in China is they added two extra badges onto the Model 3. First off, um, it's a Model 3 badge indicating that it is a Model 3 and not an S or an X. But more importantly, they have a Chinese lettered badge saying it's a Tesla. This is going to be huge because as we know, with more and more cars on the road, it's going to generate more word of mouth and it's just going to generate more sales immediately. So we have that. So we have differentiation on the vehicles. Number two, the way that Tesla China is investing in these Tesla experience centers is huge. Everything about it is big. Everything is uh, very polished, kind of flashy. It has a lot of swag to it. And this is going to be great because once you have these centers set up, you you bring people into the Tesla experience. So not only is it sales, not only is it it's sales service plus delivery. Um, if none of you listeners have seen uh, a Chinese Tesla store or building, you definitely should Google it. If you're in the area, my God, you should go. Um, So there's a lot going in on the China front. And what's great is um, there's a couple of rumors that there's going to be Chinese specific market Model 3s or Model S's and X's and there's little improvements here and there. Uh, One that's confirmed is definitely improved door seals. So I think this is going to be go a long way um, in China, especially because of the competition that they're facing there. So cutting down things like wind and road noise noise is a big deal. And they can do that with the Chinese made Model 3 due to cost efficiencies. And on top of that, they're saving money on things like transport and shipping overseas and also, more importantly, time. So they could turn things around quite quickly. And and one thing that's very important to note is in China, leasing is not necessarily a huge thing as a percentage of the marketplace. Most of the buyers actually buy. And this is going to be great for Tesla because it's um, more immediately recognized revenue and they can do more with the money quicker. So you have that. Uh, that's the roundup in China. 
the other big thing that's going on with Tesla, of course, is we have the Cybertruck reveal this week. I'm super hyped for it uh, for many reasons. Aside from Tesla diversifying the product portfolio and entering a potentially new and large market, this is going to be the next round of marketing for Tesla. We're kind of riding this positive wave with the share price and the last earnings statement um also the gigafactory 4 announced in berlin germany uh the golden steering wheel award for the model 3 which is huge because the s and the x have actually gotten that in the past um but the cyber truck is going to be big because it's it's going to be controversial we know this um the design is going to be controversial not everybody's going to love it but here's the fascinating part even if the car is ugly in the eye of the beholder it still gets them to talk about tesla if you think about tesla what's really putting them on the map right now with the mass market is the model 3 a lot of people surprisingly don't know about the model x which is fascinating and for a lot of people the tesla model 3 is their first electric vehicle so they'll try that out first and then if that works out well they'll gra- they'll either add or replace or graduate to a model x or s now this is huge because this is bringing you into that ecosystem if you think about the way that apple brings in their customers it started with the phone and then you got the ipad and then you get the macbook pro and the ipad pro the apple watch etc etc it's just a recurring stream of diversified revenue uh, I can attest to this personally as a consumer. I, I was an Android and PC user, and then I just kind of got locked in, and things slowly started to take over. Um, Tesla is doing this in a very big way, and more importantly, a way that doesn't necessarily shove the marketing down your throat, which is awesome. So Cybertruck, going to be controversial, but it's going to be capable from what we understand in initial specs. And more importantly... I want to emphasize the aspect of safety. What's going to be great about the Cybertruck is it's going to negate or remove the negatives of a pickup truck, which is, number one, the center of gravity is terrible on them. Number two, um, the capabilities can match the overconfidence of the stereotypical pickup driver. Now, I say this from personal experience. uh, They're... In winters, I've seen way too many pickup trucks get into accidents because they thought their car could handle something. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. So the Cybertruck going to be huge, going to be the next wave of marketing for Tesla. Even if you don't care about Tesla, you're going to talk about it if the truck is ugly, if you don't, or if you really love it. You're just going to talk about it. So super excited about Cybertruck. Um, and... I can't wait to see what it looks like. I'm not like a pickup truck guy, but if this thing looks dope and is cool enough, heck, I may even trade the Model 3 for it. Um, next piece of big news, Gigafactory 4 in Berlin. This this was being, I mean, it was announced on prior earnings calls that um, it would actually happen. And what's great is it, it's finally happening. So the running joke with Tesla is the promises are kept. They're just not kept on time. What's great is things are kind of getting better in terms of timing. And we'll see how it, this plays out. Um, 
in terms of construction, I can pretty much guarantee it's not going to come up quick as quickly as Gigafactory 3 in China unless the government bodies and uh, labor unions and all that kind of good stuff in the EU really get cracking on it. But what's going to be great about this is Tesla is already a taste of the German engineering side of things with Groman Engineering. Um, and they're literally making themselves into a more legitimized global player in the auto market. And they're, they're in Germany. If you think about what the luxury buyer thinks about in terms of German engineering, you think about Porsche, you think about Benz, you think about the former BMW, and now you can think about Tesla. So moving aside from the fact that there's logistical benefits, there's cost benefits, there's regulatory benefits and all that kind of good stuff, this is going to be great for marketing and brand benefits because Tesla is based there. It's going to be based there. And a lot of people don't even know that. And what's great is um, all these kinds of announcements can bring to light what Tesla is currently doing. And I think that's slowly happening. It's becoming a more household name, finally. Um, Personally, I've had a lot of friends contact me about Tesla recently because of the more positive spin on things, which is going, which is actually a relief given that we were in a huge, huge negative news cycle. Um, but yeah, that's where we are. And I, I, I can't, I cannot wait to, to see what the future holds for the company. But, um, there's a lot of like great developments. And speaking of developments, actually the new software update in the model threes that just came out, uh, I have to say really incredible. Like I fell in love with my Model 3 again. Um, They changed, they added 5% more power, which doesn't sound like a lot on paper, but by seat of the pants, the mid-range torque actually kicked up quite a bit. Uh, The the whole entertainment and Tesla theater and toy box is, is personally benefiting myself. I have a newborn, so he falls asleep in the car quite often, and I don't want to wake him up in that car seat. But what's great is I can catch up on my shows in my car um, in the nice cozy heat in the midst of winter without a problem. And I'm not killing the planet while doing it. So um, these these kinds of benefits I'm coming to appreciate more and more with time. And formerly I couldn't do that with any other car. So what's great is a year ago actually yeah when I got the car a little over a year ago now I have almost 12% more power off the line. The steering has gotten better in terms of um, feel and stiffness. Uh, You have more entertainment options now. And just the way that things work together in terms of software updates, enhanced summon, uh, and and I guess all the niceties that are in the phone app. Dog Dog mode is also amazing. I think all these small little things is just... widening the market by giving something to everyone and if you look at the latest Doug DeMuro video about why the Tesla Model 3 performance is the best Tesla you can buy the vast majority of his quote-unquote updated review was about software updates that that are available in the Model S and the X so 
I'm going to go back to what Elon was saying about Tesla initially, was, and that was the fact that Tesla is a great software company. And I really found that interesting that he said that, because if you think about the way that Tesla does things uh, or did things in the past, nothing was truly revolutionary, but ev- everything was evolutionary in the, in the, in the point that Tesla will do many, many things, like a lot of different things better than others and then package things together very nicely. And that's the real evolution and revolution there um, is the way in which things are put together. And if you think about the core philosophy of the other businesses that Musk and Co. runs, the boring company is making tunnels revolutionary no it's not but the speed and the cost is really what the revolution is if you can do it better than the next guy in some way quality price or whatever it may be um that's going to be that competitive advantage so speaking of which sorry it's a little bit long guys but another big thing that's happened actually uh, or happening right now is Ford has officially unveiled its Mach-E. So um, it's the infamous infamous uh, Ford killed sex joke. But they took that model and basically what they did was they created a compact utility vehicle or CUV or Model Y competitor based on Mustang design cues and they made their first electric vehicle. Uh, well... Let me back up for a second. Not their first electric vehicle, but their first ground-up serious electric vehicle, in my opinion here. The reason why I say it's not the first is we have to remember there was a Ford C-Max Energy. And um, that car basically got you like 80 miles on a charge. uh, And it was this weird like half minivan kind of shaped car not really compelling but people love their car love them uh from what i understand they love the hybrid versions uh but ford is putting its its first like real effort in an electric vehicle and um i mean i applaud them for the effort i i think the car is a little bit uh how should i say i think it's it's a little dated in the interior design already (laughs) Um, and also I think ergonomically that the, the giant screen is a little bit weird. I don't think they're doing it right like Tesla, but, uh, I haven't been in the car yet. This is based on press images. The exterior of the vehicle is kind of like a Mustang and a Jaguar I-Pace had a baby. Um, and I mean, I think it's different strokes for different folks, but I, truthfully, I don't, I think, it looks a little bit off. The full grill is, is throwing me off a little bit. But um, is it a compelling package? Well, it really depends. Like, I don't think it is in terms of range. But I think uh, for the person that will only buy Ford or the person who is more comfortable with brands or has a local dealer, they're going to go for it. They're going to try it out and they're going to love it because of the fact that it's electric and it seems to have a lot of technology in it. Uh, whether or not it works well, that's going, that remains to be seen. But what I think is going to be great about this is the rising tide lifts all boats. So what's awesome is when you have that buyer looking at that Ford Mach-E, they're going to question and see, hey, what kind of competition's out there? And boom, 
that Model 3, the Model Y, the Model S, the Model X is going to be out there in their research and they're going to quickly find value in the supercharger network, full self-driving and and of course range is king supposedly for a lot of people in their heads. So the Mach-E, great news for the market and great news for Tesla and great news for Ford. It's win-win, uh, but let's see how the reviews come out. So anyway, guys, uh, I can't wait to make my next episode. It's probably going to be covering the Cybertruck uh, because I'm super, super hyped about it. Uh, I am also getting the, well, what's going to arrive tomorrow is the uh, Tesla Roadster 2.0 diecast. So I'm going to check that out. I'm going to see if there's anything in there that I could find. Um, That'll be pretty interesting. But yes, until the next one, thank you for listening.